0: In this episode, we are discussing crystals and gemstones. We have some really interesting and fun facts about them. We give you some advice on using them, choosing them, charging them, and clearing them. This is Heather Wood and Jamie Hayhurst, and this is the Intuitive Girls Guide. Jamie, I want to tell you and talk to you and discuss with you crystals and gemstones. How does that sound? I think I need some help in this department. So I like that. Oh fun. Okay. This was one of those topics that a lot of people wrote in and asked us to cover. So you'll see that this month we're kind of um kind of it's the, kind of like a grab bag month. We're like grabbing a lot of the stuff that everyone's asked us about. So, um, so yeah, let's let's jump in and I'm gonna try to make it interesting because I think I think a lot of this information people already know or maybe feel intimidated by. So I'm hoping that after you listen to this, you're going to be more interested in gemstones and crystals than before. Perfect. Okay. So crystals and gemstones, first of all, I looked up the, like, what's the difference between a crystal and a gemstone? Good place to start. Do you know the answer to this at all, Jay, or do you want to guess?
1: Negative. Nope. No, thank you.
0: Well, you must be intuitive then because that's a smart answer. <laughs> Is
1: there no difference?
0: No, there's a there's a big difference. Oh. But I watched I'm not exaggerating, I watched and listened to and read I'm going to say 45 minutes worth of the explanation and I still like, I get it, but like, unless you're a scientist, it's boring. So uh-huh. I'm going to give you an oversimplified version of it that if you are a scientist, you might just want to block your ears while I say this very simple difference. Um, But I think it will help. I think it will help people, but see, this is one of the problems with crystals and gemstones is that there's parts of it that are complicated and sciency, right? Right. So, Crystals are simpler in in makeup and they're more um, common and gemstones are rare, more rare and they are more complex in their like makeup of atoms and how that all arranges. So that's my non-sciencey easy way to think of it. No,
1: that makes sense when you think about gems and how we use them for jewelry and people sell them for a lot of money that they're more rare. That makes sense.
0: Yes. If you are interested in this, there are awesome videos. Like, I love science, but I'm not qualified to repeat any of the information I learned. <laughs> exactly. Right. Okay. So, these crystals and gemstones are, like, a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast that are come from our ancient pagan ancestors, where they were used across all cultures and across all regions. They were everywhere. There's really no way to say, like, this was the first culture who started using them. There's We we really can't because everybody did. Right, because the whole
1: planet is made up of that.
0: Exactly. So what I did find, though, was that the first historical documentation of people using crystals and gemstones was the ancient Sumerians. And that was between 4500 and 2000 BC, somewhere in there. Wow, that's a long time ago. It sure is. And when somebody calls them new agey, maybe <laughs> quote that.
1: <laughs> excellent, excellent point.
0: Yes. And if you're wondering, um, like I know we refer to the ancient Sumerians. Sumerian, like they were in what's now like Palestine. So if you're trying to like figure out where I'm talking about, that's that's that. Right. Our ancient ancestors were friggin obsessed with crystals and gemstones. Like they are, I mean, Egyptian culture has so much about it, oh my goodness. But across the board, all of them were obsessed. And a lot of the the stuff that um, we can find about why they really felt so obsessed with them is that it the crystals and gemstones for them combined the elements, and especially they felt a connection between earth and sky. Um, and sky if you hear sky like in modern terms like think like like heavens like do you know what I mean like the earth and the heavens they felt like it was a a combo of those two things gotcha Um, also they were very obsessed that light passed through them but they also reserved cold inside of them and I guess that's like a rare thing I watched many a video about that that's super interesting yeah. So they, they were loving that. Um, let's see, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, okay. There's lots of different ways that crystals and gemstones are made. Lots of different ones. Like for example, Amber is made from tree resin. Okay. It forms from that. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, but one of, I think the coolest way is the way that I want to describe to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the earth has this hot spot in its mantle that's created by all this magma all right i feel like i have to say magma like dr evil when i say i'm trying really hard not to sound like i just had to stop myself from doing it so you are not alone all right if you if our listeners could understand the restraint we are doing right now to not both do dr evil impressions i hope that you know how much we love you that we are holding that in so this magma crystallizes and forms igneous rocks. Um, the heat from that process of the turning into a rock drives water up to the surface. As it cools off, ion, ions form and make crystals. How cool is that? That's like the coolest thing I've ever heard. That's very cool.
1: I always just thought it was like, you know, a crack in a rock, and then you just see crystals. Yeah, it's more,
0: more sciencey. It's way more science and cool. So, yeah. So, I think if you can understand that this really cool process happens on the Earth to make them, make them, and that that process is relatively common, I just think that's kind of trippy in itself. Yeah.
1: Yes. It makes more sense why people are drawn to them because it's literally what
0: we're standing on and walking on and living on. Yep, exactly. Um, so, gemstones and crystals contain minerals. Like, all rocks contain minerals. Rocks are a mixture of minerals. Um, And so what our ancestors would do is they would ground down the stone to get to the minerals and then they would process process them alchemically, which just means that they would combine different things to cause like like a chemical reaction for it to change. They were using natural things. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, And from that, they would make medicine and drugs. Wow. Yeah. I think that's so cool. And actually, Modern-day homeopathy uses that process still. Right. Exactly. I love that. So when somebody, again, when someone calls you, like, a basic bitch for loving crystals, (laughs) you can be like, well, uh, medicine is made out of them. Right. So shut your trap. Yeah. There you go. Um, Okay. So science, not all scientists, but I'm going to say most of them. This was this is the main gist of what they had to say about crystals and their healing powers and all of that. Are you ready? You you're not going to like this. Uh-oh. Great. <laughs> they say there's no proof of any healing going on, but the majority of the people who use them seem to have some sort of improvement, so they think it's the placebo effect in all of them.
1: Of course it is. <laughs> people just have to agree to disagree about certain things like this in science, you know?
0: I'm cool if you're like, we're having trouble proving how this is working. But they're like, why do we have to go there and be like, oh, it's the placebo effect? Like, no, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's frustrating. It is. Um, Some religions, I'm not going to say which ones, you can decide, uh, say that using crystals is the work of the devil and that you should not do it. So scientists and certain strict religions think it's not a good idea. Why? (laughs) So I, I fell down the rabbit hole, and I know that you know I fell down the rabbit hole because I sent you a video while I was in the rabbit hole of trying to understand, and it comes from a place of legitimately trying to understand What are they saying? Why is there a belief that like crystals or essential oils or herbology or anything like that is considered evil? Like what I wanted, I like legit Jamie wanted to understand what they thought because like, I want to be open. I, I don't think that, but like, I want to understand why.
1: No, it's not the crystal. That's the problem. It's the person allowing themselves to heal themselves so it's like the person having power to heal themselves and not giving that up and allowing their deity of choice to do that so it's like that's in very sort of extreme religions where that happens I don't think like your local priest down the street is going to have a problem with you having a quartz a crystal quartz in your bra I mean not that you should tell him that part but you know I mean (laughs) he might not he might not like get it or believe it, but he's not going to be mad at you about it. But it's this extremism in thought that like, if you're, if you're doing anything, then you're, you're taking power away from,
0: from your God, whoever that is. Exactly. It, It really, there was no explanations that I felt like I could repeat on this podcast that would give sort of a, like a actual answer to it I think you said it better than anybody else but like to me as like a non-religious person so this needs to be heard through that lens Mm -hmm. um raised in religion studied religion but not religious I don't get where the the difference is like if if you believe in a god and a god created all this stuff like why why is this part not okay? Like, I I have a little trouble here, but I'm, I'm digressing here. But my point is that when you start to get into crystals or if you're already into them, you're going to see that there are some people who, like, they get, like, they're, they get, like, like, they get all freaked out that you're using them and are going to say stuff. And, again, this is just coming from, like, a misunderstanding of our own culture, in my opinion. Do you think
1: that this just... Came to my head right now. Do you think that it's because
0: of the correlation with a crystal ball? Definitely could be. Um, Like, don't even get me started on the crystal ball and like how that was never actually a thing. Like, don't even get me started on that. Um, But yeah, it it could. It could definitely be like that. They're thinking that there's prophesizing going on. Um, I I don't know, Jay. None of that was ever mentioned in the terrible videos that I watch. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just this like extremism
1: in both religions and and in like, how our culture perceives intuition. So a crystal that you hold in your hand must be as you know, as tricky and duplistic as a crystal ball. When that's not even what people use, like anyone that I know who uses crystals, they don't use them to tell the future or like, it's not even, that's not even what people use them for. No,
0: I have to confess that I own a crystal ball, but I want to tell you why. (laughs) I need to hear hear why you own a crystal ball. My father bought me one. It's tiny. It's like, hold it in your hand, crystal ball, as a joke, because so many people would make the like side comment to me of like, Oh, did you pick that up from your crystal ball when I was like first coming out of like the broom closet and being intuitive. And so like, in a like supportive jokey way, he bought me one. So I do actually own one now.
1: Well, you can insert a visual of me rolling my eyes right here. It's <laughs> all listening everyone saying that it's so dumb. Stop it. Everybody. It's, not nice. it's
0: almost, it's almost up there as high as being somebody says to you, like, Oh, what are the lottery numbers? Like it, like really get a new joke, older white men, like I don't, I find <laughs> right. something,
1: yeah. Just yeah. open, open your mind. Like just be, let people, and let people be happy. I mean, what, what's the big yeah. deal?
0: Right. And, you know, if you're experienced this sort of getting shut down thing or maybe your brain's feeling a little shut down, think about how, like, even modern medicine that it's probably not using crystals and gemstones, but they're creating a synthetic version of, of that stuff to do the same thing. So we know that this stuff heals. Right. The argument is only in the form of it and, like, how to use it. And that's, to me, that's kind of a silly argument, in my right. opinion. Agreed. Yeah. So crystals and gemstones do have healing powers. They do have, and they're not magical healing powers, like magic with a C. They right. are, the the way that they work is it has to do with um, the frequency of the stone. We can measure the frequency in them. There is ways to do that. They have frequency. So it has to do with the frequency and how it matches different frequencies in your body. That could be a whole other episode too, Jay, like about, about frequency, but um. Real thing, the color has a, a lot to do with it. And then where and how it was made, meaning like the location in the world and what was going on there. Um, all of that impact, what kind of healing and like like I get asked all the time, what do you use what crystal for? All of that has to do with those things. Exactly. Yeah, That's, so it's, it's, right. there's your scientific argument. It's not scientific, but it's just reality. <laughs> it's all
1: messed. Well, you can measure anything like that. You can measure the frequency of anything. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So also they come from the earth, like they're of the earth. And just like certain plants have certain effects on you, anything from the earth is going to have an effect on you because you are also of the earth. So keeping it even that basic. There you go. Right. So... I don't want to spend a ton of time being like, let me list what every crystal I can think of does <laughs> to like give you a guide, because that is very Googleable. Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> I just, you just made it. Work. Okay. So there are, there's so much information about that. Like it's so easy to get. Get yourself a good book, like a like a reference book if you want one. Um, but yeah, it's so easy to get that. But I figured I would just give you a couple that, um, just to give you some like different examples. I have three. How does that sound? That's perfect. Okay. And also in this, um, if you're like, I don't have any crystals and I want to start the, the two of these crystals are the ones I'm going to tell you to start with. Okay. Okay. So the first one, your first starter crystal, if you're new is amethyst. okay? Okay. So amethyst is sort of one of those crystals that does so many different things, right? Like it can, it, it's like sort of a Swiss army knife kind of thing. Like if you just need one, that will do a lot of different things. But um, one of the biggest things it's used for is energy protection. So protecting your energy field, if you're going, if you're going to be around kind of a toxic person, um, even if you're just going to be talking to them, like on the phone or on the internet, if you have to go on to like... God forbid, like one of those town groups on a Facebook, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know why they're so toxic, uh, but if you have to like grab one of these, they will actually protect, help protect your energy field. Right. But amethyst is also used like a lot of um, babies who are teething will wear an amethyst necklace or um, bracelet because it will help with teething pain. Oh, really? And it also can help if you are hungover. What? Yeah, so you don't have to be like an energy goddess protecting your energy field to wear amethyst. You could just be a hungover human or a teething bee. I didn't know either of those. Yeah, there you go. Um, Clear quartz is the second um, one I would say, like what two to start with. Those are the two I would say to start with because clear quartz also does a lot of different things. But one of my favorite things it does is it clears energy in particular, like negative energy. Yes. Yeah. So you can actually use it. I'm going to talk about like clearing and cleansing your your stones, but um you can use the the clear quartz to even cleanse all your other stones if you want to. But having that with you, having it around your house. I mean, you've been to my house before Jay, but like the, I have little pieces of <laughs> clear quartz everywhere to just keep the energy moving and filter out anything negative. Um so there's that too. But what I want to make clear is that, again, if you're listening and you're like, I'm not super into like woohoo energy stuff, like our crystals for me? Yeah. Because for example, topaz is awesome for digestion. If you're having digestive issues, throw some topaz on, that's going to help. So like, it doesn't have to be super woohoo. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. It, can, it helps all different parts of your system.
0: Yes. So energy wise, yes. Physical wise, yes. Mental wise, yes. All of those things. So- right. Hit the Google, get yourself a little book. Um, but if you're going to start, those would be the two, the amethyst and clear quartz, I would say, get first. But oh. honestly, whatever you're drawn to um, is the smartest. Agreed. So I want to talk to you, The kind of segues, segues me into, like, how do you choose a crystal? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say two ways, but I want to know first, like, what you do, Jay. Well,
1: I don't use crystals a lot. Um, And I should say, not because I have anything, I don't have a problem with them. Um, I think that people find the sort of modalities or the tools that they connect with, like the way we spoke about in the Oracle Deck um, episode, that for me... I'm not the type of person that like grabs a crystal and can feel it and be like, Ooh, I'm really connecting with this one. There's some sort of like a shut off for me a little bit with crystals, which I think is fairly common. Um, I do have some, I use some in Reiki. I, I have crystals that correspond to the colors of the chakra That, like you said before, and like we talked about in the Reiki episode, is that you're just matching frequency or matching vibration. So if I put a yellow-ish crystal on your solar plexus or near it, it's going to help rebalance your solar plexus because those are the same
0: frequency. I love that answer, and I was kind of hoping that's kind of how you were going to answer because, <laughs> I think a lot of people stop at the the door of like getting crystals because they feel a little bit how you how you feel. I think where it's like, oh, I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? So, let me tell you my two tips on how to get crystals, and then mm-hmm. let me give you after that the tip for um, if you feel like like you do, Jay, what to do. It's, it's easy. Okay. You ready? Okay. Yep. So before I give you the tips, though, I got to tell you, the best place to go is to find like a quirky little crystal shop nearby that you can go to that's like a small business. Those are the best places. You can get them on Amazon and stuff, but like research the place like behind Amazon that's giving it to you. It, it is important to know that. Right. And I i mean, if you're local to where,
1: you know, where you and I live, Heather, there's like the open doors around us. There's all kinds of little shops where you can... I. I would always say if you can't get one, you know, get one online, but if you can, I think it's important with crystals to physically touch them and and to try to see what you feel drawn towards, and then you can read what they're about, you can read what what they help with and and that should probably happen in person.
0: Yes, there is a shop I have to take you to it, Jay called Cast a Stone. Mm. It's to us. It's not a plug. They have not sponsored us. If they want to, they can. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um they it's a great shop. You could wander around, and the people are so helpful. And that's what's great about those small shops is that the people there tend to know where they came from and how they were like mined. And some of them are like involved in the process. And they are making sure that they are done like it's sustainably. that like people are being paid fairly and all of that. So that's your best bet. Right. I agree. And you want to be, you want to be aware of that. Yeah. It's important. It's also, it's important like morally, but it's also important to like the energy of your crystal, because if it came out of like rough circumstances, it's going to have not fantastic energy with it. Yeah. It's going to come to you with all of that energy attached. Exactly. Okay. So, the two ways that you can go about getting crystals, plus my hack if you're feeling like Jamie is. Here we go. The first one is to research what ones will help with whatever your needs are. So Sorry. if you're having digestive issues, you can look it up and see that topaz is helpful. And then you go get yourself some topaz. If you, um, I don't know, you're having like, a, like you said, like a, a solar plexus chakra issue. And you look it up and it's like any yellow stone. Then order that. Like you can absolutely do that. Um, I do that from time to time. It's not my main method of doing it, but it, it's really good to know. And you can absolutely start there. Right. The other thing to do, which is what needs the little hack for you, Jay, that I'm going to say, um, is that you can just intuitively choose one, like walk into a crystal shop or if you have to, if you're ordering online, scroll through and pay attention to what you feel drawn to. It can be as simple as you think it's pretty good. Get it. Right. Yeah. You need it. Your body will tell you what you need. And it's in most of these shops, if you're going to them, ask first, but most of them are fine with you handling the stones. They might have certain ones that you can't. Um, and that's just because like they break down if people are handling them. Um, but handle it, feel how it feels in your hand. Okay. Right. Now let's talk about if you're having it's not really fair to call this a Jamie moment because that seems kind of, like, bad. But, like, let's just say you're experiencing what you're experiencing <laughs> where you're, you're kind of, like, locked up intuitively about – you feel like you're a little bit blocked on how to pick one. Okay. okay. The easiest, best thing to do is to ask somebody you know to pick one for you. Hmm. There is a, a weird rule. And I know we referenced this in our last episode where some people are like, you can't ever buy a crystal only or gemstone. They can only be gifted to you. I think that's a bunch of hooey. Like, I don't agree with that at all. Right. Um, however, if you're not feeling it, like go, like ask someone to pick one out for you. Ask if you're in a quirky little shop, ask the shop owner, say, I'm having a little trouble picking. Can you tap in and pick one for me? Chances are the shop owner has already picked one out for you as soon as you walked in the door. You know what I mean? Like they're already like, Ooh, because they're, they're familiar. So do that. And then if, if you don't have that opportunity, literally just pick one that you think is pretty and start with that. Right. Well, because you probably think it's pretty for a particular reason
1: that you don't know about subconsciously. It's pretty to you because you're drawn to it. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, um, don't overthink it mm-hmm. if you're having trouble, ask somebody to pick it for you. And if you get the chance to go to these quirky little stores and you get to go with somebody, you know, pick one for yourself and then ask them to pick one for you. And you pick one for them because I have experienced like when somebody gifts me a stone, I feel like even more connected to it than if I've just picked it. There you go. Yeah. That makes sense. It's sort of, what I can relate it to is like, you know, when you pull, we just talked about oracle cards, you know, when you pull oracle cards for yourself and if you're like you and I, we do that pretty frequently. Right. And you like have the experience of pulling the card and it's like, yep, right on. Good. Fine. But you're kind of used to it. But if someone else pulls you a card and it's right on, you get that like, ooh, specially yeah. feeling. Right. I feel like it's kind of like that with crystals too. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Let's say you've done this whole process and you've got your crystal. Now, what do you do? Put it in your pocket. (laughs) Before (laughs) that, there's one thing to do before that. Yes, put it in your pocket, put it in your bra, put it on a piece of jewelry if you want, whatever. Um, Put it under your pillow, all good things. You want to put it in your hands and you want to activate it. A lot of people miss this step because you're activating it not just because, like, the stone can't exist without you, but you're activating it and connecting it to your energy. Does right. that makes sense? Yeah. Okay. So put it in your hand and then, like, rub it, just like you're rubbing your palms together, like, if it's small enough to do that with, do that. If it's bigger than that, just, like, just kind of smoosh it around in your hands and cause a little bit of friction, and you're going to activate it, and you're just going to connect with that crystal. So now it's giving energy to you. Like, if you don't do that and you have it, like, in your purse – It's just going to give energy to everyone walking by. Like it's not, it's not connected with your frequency. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. That's all you have to do. That's it. We'll be right back after this short break. You guys know that jamie and i love oracle card decks we've got a new one that we want to tell you about it's by a company called poppy and the ladybug and i'm obsessed with this deck jay Uh,
1: me too and for so many reasons not only is it about goddesses and the corresponding essential oils but it's a hand-drawn deck made by a mother-daughter team i mean what's more badass than that
0: these cards are beautiful and unique and you need to check them out And we even have an affiliate code for you to use to get 10% off. So use affiliate code Intuitive Girls and get 10% off. Check out this deck. It's so awesome.
1: Yeah. So check out poppyandtheladybug.com. Use our code and and check these things out. They're awesome.
0: Let us know what you think. Bye. Charging or clearing the energy out of your crystals. I get asked this all the time. I'm going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to confess right now (laughs) <laughs> that I'm not good at doing any of these things. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I will do them once in a while, and I will do them if I have been somewhere back when we could go out in public and, like, a lot of people touched my crystals. Um, otherwise, I, I feel like they do a pretty good job clearing. Every once in a while I get a stone. I find it a lot with, like, rose quartz for some reason where it gets just, like, gunked up with energy. So this is what you can do. Doing it regularly is super smart. My advice to you would be to do it monthly, but right. I'm confessing to you that I'm not that good about it. Right. Okay, the first thing you can do is you can, on a full moon, the night of a full moon, you can put them in the window. Yes. The reason they're in the window is for the light from the moon to hit it. Um, so you do have to pay attention to which window. A lot of people are just like really proud that they stuck it in the window. So like, high five to you. That's more of a step than I remember to do a lot of the times, right. but you want it to sort of face where the moonlight's coming. Yes, that's helpful. Okay. The other thing you can do is use salt water. So you could just put sea salt in some water, and you can either um, soak, like submerge it in it, or you can rinse it. Okay. Now, you cannot submerge all crystals and gemstones, because some of them will start to disintegrate. Right. You have to look that up. You gotta go to the Google and you gotta check if it's okay to do that. It is super easy to find that information. Um, I don't like to soak mine anyways. I have rinsed them before. That's usually plenty. Um, But I'm not a huge fan of like water on my crystals in particular anyways. No, I know some people that put them out in the sun to charge, to
1: clear, to clear them out.
0: Absolutely. That'll charge them up. Great thing to do. Go for it. Just don't forget them outside. Right. Exactly. So another thing that you can do is you can smoke them to clear them, which is you can use Palo Santo or sage and you can um, just light it and have it near it and just let the smoke hit it. Um, You know, be careful,
1: Um, but you can do that.
0: That's probably the most common way that I clear my decks because I, I have to sage so often anyways, because I don't know, I'm just like a, an energy sucker in her of all the things. So I'll just like hit my deck with them as well. Right. That's a great way to do it. I have like a little PSA I want to insert here about Sage. Do you mind if I do that? I would, I don't know what you're going to say. I think I know what you're going to say and I want
1: you to say it. Okay. So,
0: yes. Okay. I think you'll appreciate this. So the something that I learned that I didn't actually know for a while is that um, there is a, there are certain kinds of sages that you might pick out that are actually, they're difficult to come by and they are really important to certain Native American tribes for some of their um, rituals and things. So buying them is not a good idea. Correct. Okay. And there are some that there's some kinds, and I'm going to tell you which ones that are They, they like regrow really quickly. They're, they're not, you're not hurting the environment and they're actually better for your purpose than the other ones. So I want to tell you. So the sage that you don't want to use that a lot of people use, and it's confusing with the names and I'll explain the confusion in a moment is just white sage. You don't want to buy that to use it. First of all, it's, it's something called like salvia. Have you heard of that? So it's actually not for clearing. So not only are you taking something that, like, is important to other, like, other cultures for different things away, but you're using it incorrectly and you're not going to get the result that you want. What you do want to use is something known as Dakota Prairie Sage. And the reason why this is confusing is because it's also sometimes called White Sage Brush. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's white sage, don't use that, and there's white sage brush, do use that. So, like, the names are very similar, so it's super confusing. Right. White sage brush or uh, Dakota prairie sage, that's what I Google when I'm buying it, is Dakota prairie sage. It's a little right. easier to find um, It grows everywhere. There's plenty of it. Um, when If it's done well, like, if you're buying it from someone who, like, knows what they're doing – when you cut it a certain way, it actually grows back like double and triple. So like you're not hurting the earth and you're not taking away from something that's ceremoniously used in different things that is kind of borders on disrespectful to use in this way. Does that make sense? No, it is disrespectful. It is. It is disrespectful. It's like you're
1: appropriating someone else's culture. You're taking like, I, 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 agree that you know the earth is for everyone and plants are for everyone and so we should all be able to use them but if you're taking a culture's ceremony which is what smudging is that's someone else's ceremony then you're appropriating it to yourself without the lineage without the history without the knowledge without the teachings of it so i'm we're i'm not saying don't do it i'm saying educate yourself about it so that you can be respectful and then use something that's that's native to you. So if you're from Ireland or if you're from Germany or Australia or Africa or wherever, there's something from your lineage, your heritage that you can use every single culture forever cleared and and, and cleared energy with plants. So you can find one that works for you. Absolutely
0: it's one of those things that just requires like a very small amount of research to know if it's okay. And then once you find like a reputable place to buy from where, you know, it's the quote unquote right kind of sage and just continue to do it from, and like I made the mistake before I bought the wrong kind. Like it's okay if you've done it, but it's kind of like the more, you know, like now, you know, so now you can do better.
1: Right. I agree with you. And I think that like we are, we see, we've been modeled lots of sort of new age, as you, as you hate to say, like new age, (laughs) spiritual people who have, who are using it. And the problem is that they're then like making money off of that. So they're, they're taking someone else's culture and they're using it in their business to advance themselves without anything going back to those, that, those tribes or those cultures. That's
0: where it becomes. And once you know that, you need to then make the right call about it. Exactly. Exactly. So it's real easy. Google search uh, the Dakota Prairie Sage. I'll write, I'll write that down in the show notes. So that's what you want to look for. It's also pretty easy when you're reading through descriptions, if you're ordering online, like it's pretty easy to see who knows about this stuff and who's just throwing it up there.
1: Yes. I would also say that if you're um, Reiki certified, you can also clear your crystals and just hold them in your hand and clear them with Reiki.
0: Yes. And you can you can also charge them with Reiki. Right. So, like, right. Maybe you're gifting it to someone. You can charge it with Reiki and then they they sort of receive it with it, too. I think energy work and crystals go together beautifully. Yep. Um, And then the last way that you can um, clear or charge your crystals is using a sound bath. So if you have singing bowls or crystal bowls, which I don't, but I totally wish I did, um, you can use that. You can use a gong if you happen to have one of those lying around, (laughs) but you can also just put frequency music on from YouTube, crank it up and put your, um, your crystals and gemstones like nearby the speaker and that will clear them as well. Right. And I think we should... Just
1: explain that those sound like really different things, but they're all energy. So they're all dealing with frequency. It's like whatever you prefer. Maybe, maybe you prefer to clear with Reiki, or maybe you'd rather just put some music on your YouTube channel, like whatever it is, it's
0: all doing the same thing, just in different ways. Exactly. Exactly. So choose which one works for you or is convenient for you. And that's totally fine. They're like you said, they're all using energy and frequency, right? One of the biggest questions I get asked, and this is exactly how I'm asked it, and it always makes me do one of those like deer in the headlight faces because it's such a difficult question to answer. But I'm gonna sort of attempt, I'm gonna show you how I kind of like muddle through answering this. So it's, it's inevitable, it's usually on social media, somebody will say, How do you use crystals? <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a that's a a big door to open.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the, and the answer that I always kind of give, I I sort of stumble around and then I get to the point, which I promise I will now too, is like, however you need them, like you can use them in so many different ways. Kind of like being like, how do you use water? Like, like, well, how do you need it?
1: Well, the same could be said for Reiki or essential oils or like anything like that, that how do you use like, sound baths, like, you know, singing bowls. It's you use that energy, the energy that those things provide, however you need to.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So here's a, a list of some like common ways people use them and like, in like kind of incorporate them into their life. So the first way, which I think is probably the most common is by wearing them. Yes. So I'm a big fan of this. I like to wear crystals on or gemstones on like a ring or um, a necklace earrings. I have trouble with, I think it's like just too close to my throat chakra that likes to explode things. Um, More on, more on exploding crystals coming up, (laughs) but wearing them is great. But what I do want to say to you is like, if you have some gorgeous, beautiful like diamonds and like fancy gemstones you still have to clear those, too. Mm, Cause they don't, just because they don't look like the funky, hippie stuff that you have, they also contain and, and carry and, like, alchemize energy. So you've got to pay attention to that, too. That's a great point. Okay. Another great thing to do with crystals and gemstones is to use them while you're meditating. Yes. I'm a big fan of getting, like, a bigger gemstone or crystal um I always have like a favorite and it's different depending on the week usually but like whenever I'm meditating I just have that one nearby because I just feel like I'm connected to it it's all it's going to do is like really amplify the energy around me as I'm trying to to meditate and it's also going to help me filter things so you do you do not have to like like balance it on top of your head or anything like that but you could just have it in front of you or like, I like to actually have it on my feet cause it's very grounding. You can just be in the room with you. That that's all fine. Like whatever your comfort level is. Um, but it really is awesome when you're meditating, it really helps the experience. Yeah, definitely. One that we mentioned before is when you're getting energy work is a great time for crystals. I know you use them, Jamie, when you do Reiki, but again, they're going to help move energy and, I don't know if it's the right word to say, correct your frequency, but they're going to help to like bring stuff back into like flow.
1: Yeah. They help rebalance the energy of your chakras in your body. People often ask how to, after a session, they say, how do I keep my chakras open and balanced? Um, And I sometimes suggest that if you have a crystal that corresponds to something, just keep that on you. If someone says I've, you know, i I have a broken heart, you know, I'm getting divorced and um, I just can't clear my energy there. I say like, get whatever is the corresponding crystal for your heart chakra and you can literally just hold it. You don't have to put it on your heart. You can, but if you're just, you can hold it, just keep it on your person and it's going to help clear that energy.
0: Yes. And if you have a crystal that like you keep with you all the time, like I Jamie, you can correct me if this is not right, but while you're getting Reiki, bring it out and ask the practitioner to charge it up too, because then when you take it with you, it's going to help that whole process.
1: Absolutely. Definitely ask someone to charge it for you with Reiki because then you're activating the energy inside the crystal and they're infusing it with Reiki. So it's like a double whammy.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Pro tip. All yeah. right. Um, just you can just put it near you. Like I, I used to put crystals in my bra back before 2020 when I actually wore a bra, but like, (laughs) let's be real, I don't wear them anymore. Um, (laughs) or at least very often. You can totally do that. A lot of women like that. It feels good. It makes sense to me because it's right near your heart chakra. So like, you can definitely do that. You can keep one in your purse. There is always at least two crystals at the bottom of whatever bag that I happen to have. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have it in your pocket. You can have it, like, on your nightstand while you're sleeping or under your bed or under your under your pillow. Just be careful because I don't know if you – maybe you're one of those people who go to sleep and stay in the same position. Then that's fine. But otherwise, you might end up, like, flinging it across the room or right. – You got to be careful, but you can just, if you're, if you work in the same spot every day, like have it nearby, like it doesn't have to be, um, like touching you or on jewelry. Right. Um, and then lastly, just like in your house, yeah, in a certain room, I have, like I said, I have clear quartz sprinkled throughout my house, um, because it's just good at clearing energy. So just wherever you feel like you want it, put it there.
1: Right, or you can put a rose quartz in your bedroom if you you know you your marriage needs help, or yeah, you know, like that, you can just
0: put it as a decorative crystal, yes, absolutely, even if your marriage doesn't need help, throw a rose crystal rose love quartz. in there, yeah, absolutely, all right, so there is a thing that happens, and this is a very real thing, and it happens to some people more than others, depending on sort of, this is going to sound funny, but the kind of energy that they have. Okay. So if you have one of those energy fields, Jamie, tell me if you can think of somebody like this. If you have one of those energy fields that tends to like knock stuff over as they walk into a room. Yes. Yeah. You're going to have a much more sort of intense relationship with your crystals. And I'm going to tell you what that's like. But if, if you hear this and you're like, yeah, relate to that Totally normal. But if you're like, oh, that doesn't happen to me, also okay. It just depends on the kind of energy you have. Right. Jamie, you naturally have like a very calming energy where I have the kind of energy that throws people off, which really speaks to like our purposes. So I'm guessing that this doesn't happen to you as often as it happens to me.
1: Right.
0: But um if you have if you're wearing a crystal or a gemstone and your necklace or bracelet or ring breaks and it flies off of your body that crystal or gemstone is saying i'm done with you where our relationship is over this is a breakup <laughs> put it away in a drawer my work here is done it's like we're we're done i have done all i can do for you you right. crazy human put me in a drawer and take me out in a year like Right if that if that's what happens so that I cannot tell you I have trouble wearing necklaces for this reason there's something about again it's that exploding throat chakra that I have um where i can't I can't wear them without them exploding off of my body so there you go if you can't locate it, if you're like it just goes missing, it is also done with you. it will resurface if and when you need it again that's what mine do. mine just disappear
1: and I'm always like.
0: Oh, I wasn't I wasn't ready for you to be done yet. <laughs> That's what people with like karma energy fields have. It's <laughs> just like oh, it disappeared calmly. Yeah, mine yeah. will cause a scene and like take someone's eye out nearby. So yeah,
1: <laughs> more interesting that way.
0: <laughs> I guess it's more dramatic for sure. Um, but all normal, and even if you just kind of lose interest in it, right. totally normal. Put it away. If it's, if it's a crystal or a gemstone that you're like actively using, I don't recommend putting it in like a drawer, like, because it's going to sort of like tamper down the energy. But if you're like, if you're like, like not feeling it, stick it in a drawer. Perfect. You'll come across it or grab it again when you're ready. No right. problem.
1: Okay. Same like said with the Oracle decks. If you're not feeling Same. it, let it go. It'll come
0: back if it's, if it's needed. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Um so I have some cool facts but I want to give you one more thing before I get to them and that's that kids are very naturally drawn to gemstones and rocks and crystals um they just know to grab them mm-hmm. and again another like possible future episode um crystal children in particular if you've heard of what those are are incredibly drawn to any kind of rock or gemstone or crystal like they won't. They can't even speak yet, and they need to have them on their person all the time. Right. Just more evidence to you that we need them, in my opinion. Right, we need the crystal children too, <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. So, my oldest son, Gavin, he's twelve now, and he still does this. But he, I noticed when he was around two years old that whenever we were anywhere, he would quickly go outside if we weren't outside. But like when we got somewhere, he would start collecting stones and putting them in his pockets. And like he wouldn't calm down until he did that. And so I thought it was just like a quirk of my little intuitive kid, right? Until I realized later, years later, that that's a a sign of a crystal child. And it's actually what they're doing is naturally knowing that they need to ground their energy and familiarize themselves with the area that they're in. They know to do that intuitively. Isn't that cool? That's so cool. They're acclimating without knowing it. I love that. To this day, when I wash my son's clothes, I have to reach into all the pockets to pull rocks out um, and, and crystals and gemstones. He has them all over the place. He's very connected to them. So don't force them on your kids, but like have them present them. Let them, right. let them do that. That's a natural thing that kids know to do. And that as an adult, maybe you feel awkward stuffing rocks in your pockets, but I'm going to say do it anyways. Good for you
1: right and also use the crystals like if you're going to go to a store and buy crystals and and make a big deal out of buying them and getting the right one then use them hold them let your kids hold them they don't have to just be out on some sort of like you know chakra tree decoration you know it can you can
0: use them yeah they don't have to just be in like the background of your YouTube video to look hippy dippy like actually put them into use for sure <laughs> Yes. Not that people yes. do that. <laughs> yes. Please. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Use them. <laughs> also put them in the background, but don't only yes. do that. Right. Yeah.
1: Exactly. They're not just for, they're not just to make you look legit or something. They're not trying to like complete an aesthetic. Yes. If you're going to have them, use them.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Are you ready for some cool facts about crystals and gemstones? Okay. So quartz, which we've talked about. It is used in sonar. That's how they do sonar. They use quartz, watches, smartphones, and radios. Yes. You mentioned this in another episode, remember? About time. I did. I'm always giving people, if someone calls them basic for liking crystals. Right. uh, How's your smartphone with your crystal in it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You have crystals in your body that do different things. Um, in particular, you have crystals that help you to balance. Really? I know way too much about this because my son is having trouble with this right now, as you know. Um, but you have, the only reason why you know where you are in space and the world doesn't spin or move when you move your head is because you have crystals in your ears. Wow. Awesome.
1: awesome? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Salt and sugar are crystals. Yes. I knew that. It's a good reminder that like we use them all the time right um your dna is made up of a crystal structure really yeah so the same structure of a crystal dna same thing cool um the earth's core is made out of crystal Mm -hmm. crystal is used in ultrasounds really I, i didn't know that that's what they do they use crystals to bounce the waves back and forth Wow. I know. Um, They've found crystals in comets. Really? It's not just an earthly thing. Huh. You know, right? Um, Snow is crystallized water. So every time you see snowflakes, those are crystals falling from the sky. Interesting. Um, Every time you write with a pencil, you're using a crystal because lead is a crystal. Wow. Jay just lifted up a pencil to the camera. (laughs) How very old school of you, Jay, with your number two pencil at the ready. (laughs)
1: I'm taking notes.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay. There is a limestone cavern that they found in Mexico that has the largest crystal that we've ever found. And it's a gypsum crystal. Okay. So this crystal is six feet in diameter, 36 feet long, and weighs 55 tons. Wow. That's huge. Can we go see this crystal? <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's really big. Yeah. I would like to go touch that. Yes. Okay. Um, the oldest known piece of the Earth's surface is a Zykron crystal. It was found in Australia, and it is 4.4 4 billion years old. Billion with a B? Yes, ma'am. Wow. wow. Yeah. Maybe that's another reason why the super religious people don't like crystal. Cause don't they say the earth isn't that old or something? They definitely don't. They definitely don't say it's
1: 4 billion years old. That's for sure. Um, Maybe part think, of it. Think about the energy
0: that that thing is carrying. Jeez. Let's go see that too. Put it on the list. Wow. Use your, your crystal pencil and write that down that we're going to those two things. <laughs> I'll take that down in my notes. Okay, and then the last thing I have for you is that um, there was a pink diamond, which would be categorized as a gemstone, mm-hmm. um, that has, I guess, is called like the most valuable um, gemstone ever. And it sold at auction. I would like you to guess how much it sold for. No. <laughs> I have no idea
1: a pink dime dime. Mm -hmm. 20 million
0: 46 billion what (laughs) what who had that money who did that I could not find that information it's probably hidden for a good reason yeah I bet it was yeah but it was uh sold at auction I did want to know who owns this because I also want to go see it (laughs) kind of less than the other two believe it or not but i do want to i do want to see what's so special about this one but yeah 46 billion dollars jay for one pink diamond think about
1: all the problems that person could have solved
0: yeah there are people who don't have have water correct and And the the 46 billion dollar pink diamond
1: right that in itself is yet another episode to be talking about
0: (laughs) exactly exactly all right that's all my facts for you anything else you want to add about about crystals jay what do you think no i would just say explore it
1: you know go you know maybe not during covid or bring some hand sanitizer but go feel the feel the crystals see what you connect with and and just give it a shot and do the same for you know you can do the same thing with plants you can do the same thing with oils just every time you do something like that it's like an exercise in getting to
0: better know your intuition exactly i love it um and when we're able to go to a store again let's go to that store and we'll pick out stones for each other sound good absolutely okay sounds good thanks jay i'll talk to you soon thank you bye bye Hey, thanks for listening to our episode for show notes and a place to send feedback. Please visit our website embodylove.me slash intuitive girls. Again, that's embodylove.me slash intuitive girls.